All right. Hello, everybody. We are back this month. We're actually going to be talking to parents of elementary students and middle and high school students together this month as we talk about this word, because let me tell you, it applies to everybody. It's an amazing <laughs> word, and it's perfect for this time of year. And I, I, I don't know. I would. I, I also think it's perfect for this time in our lives, for this era and this thing that we're going through all together. So um, let's introduce ourselves first, though. My name is Leslie Bolser, and I'm the creative director for Core Essential Values. And I'm with my friend, Dr. Beth Tremel. Can you tell us about yourself? Yeah. Hey, everyone. I'm so happy to be back. I look forward to these every month, I swear. Um, so my name is Dr. Beth Tremel. I'm a licensed psychologist. I specialize in working with kids and families. I'm an associate professor of psychology at IU East in Richmond, Indiana. And I really just focus on helping parents, teachers, any kind of grown up um, who's around kids. I try to really focus on making words matter for good. So, um, you know, whether that is having hard conversations or talking about everyday things, trying to realize how our words have power. So yeah, that's what I try to do. So it's perfect then that we have you to talk about this month's word. So we're talking in, it's November, we're talking about gratitude, which is letting others know that you see how they've helped you. Um, And I really, I really do like that definition. And I really do like that we're talking about this word. I think we could talk about it even more often than we do because it's, it's so important for us and for kids. So I think today let's concentrate a little bit on elementary and middle school and high school kids. And let's concentrate a little bit after that on, on parents as well. So um, what do you think I was, I've been thinking about this idea that um, I've heard people say before that you, if you want to notice, or if you want to find things around you to complain about, you'll, if you look for them, you'll find them. And if you want to find things to be grateful for, if you look for them, you'll find them. So I don't know that's maybe just an Instagram quote, or is there something to that? (laughs) What do you think? What do you think about that? Should I live my life by that or no, Beth? You should, you should put it on the fridge. Okay. Um, (laughs) So yeah, there's so much truth to the things we pay attention to become our truth, right? Mm. They become our reality. So If I'm paying attention to the news and the bad news all the time, if I'm paying attention to Fortnite and Fortnite all the time, we start to like bleed into the rest of our reality with those things because we're spending so much of our time and energy attending to it. And so when we talk about, um, you know, elementary and middle and high schoolers, I think the first thing for us to realize is they are paying attention to a whole lot of things that may or may not be what we want them to be paying attention to. Mm, And that will directly influence their view and whether they're showing gratitude or not. Right. So if they have friends who complain a lot, right. So I kind of look at gratitude and complaining on, on two opposite ends of the spectrum for our kids. Right. Because what happens for us as parents, when our kid starts complaining, what do we say to them? I mean, quit complaining. You have so many, you're, you're, you're so lucky. And be grateful, right? Yeah. Like we, we say, be grateful. Yeah. You know, you're so lucky. There are starving people across the world. And it's just not the, it's not the definition of gratitude that we actually want them to know, right? This pushback against complaining with be grateful or show gratitude is is like sending this message of aversion, right? To gratitude for our kids. They're like, 
well, you suck right now because you're kind of, you know, shoving this back in my face. Why would I ever want to be grateful? So I think, I think it's really important for us to realize that complaining isn't necessarily something we should say, be grateful to combat. I think it's the challenge that we're, we're saying here, like, okay, so I hear you noticing a lot of things that are going wrong. Let's now try to notice anything that maybe could be going well. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So it's a very like in the moment practical way that even I practice, right? You know, right now there is a lot that's, you know, there's kind of a lot to complain about right now. Yeah, for sure. And when you find yourself in that moment and that I call it almost a a culture of complaining, you can say to yourself, okay, what do I want to pay attention to right now? Is it complaining? Is it negativity? We almost always say no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think when I find myself focusing on the negative, I'll continue to focus on the negative. And I almost have to consciously pull myself out to the positive or to the things that I'm grateful for. Um, I had a friend uh, a couple weeks ago who's, who had some really difficult stuff happen in her family. Um, and I reached out via text and just said, you know, I know you have a lot of people in your life who, who offer you a lot of really amazing things. But I just want to know, I've been thinking about you and I care about you. And if, if you need anything, I'm here. And she wrote back pretty immediately. And her response was incredible. It was, yeah, things have been really rough. But you know what I've noticed is how many people have reached out and and loved our family. And I've noticed so many things that I'm so grateful for in this time that it's hard for me really to even express it. And I just thought, you know, how powerful for her to, even in that moment, to say, man, there are some rough things going on for us, for sure. But I have things to be grateful for. And I'm going to just choose to make those the things that I tell people about or the things that I'm really grateful for. It was a great lesson, right? It 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 was a really great lesson. And she was not being insincere. She meant it, which was really, really cool. Yeah. That level of modeling for our kids so that they can see how we tolerate hardship, how we still see things to be grateful for amidst chaos and amidst tragedy. You know, it doesn't mean we don't experience hard things and it doesn't mean we, we stop complaining always. It means we don't get stuck there. Yeah. We just reframe it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for our kids, especially this age group, right? Anyone, anyone in like third or higher grade. Yeah. Gosh, it's easy to complain, you know? So I think, I think it's a reminder that we kind of live in a culture where we talk to our friends, where even we answer the question of how are you with, with a complaint, you know? So I think the thing to remember is that our kids when they start complaining, it doesn't mean that they're like just being jerks, you right. know, or that they're just being ungrateful. It just means we may need to support them in that redirection to think about something else. That's really good. So that leads me to my next, I have two more things I want you to talk about, but that leads me to my next one. And I've heard you say this before, um, but the, 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 I don't know, the relationship, I guess, between gratitude and comparison um, I think is so important for elementary, middle, and high school kids. So can you can you talk to me a little bit about how you frame that for parents and kids? Yeah, absolutely. So it is really easy for our kids to compare their situation to other people, right? And inevitably, 
they fall on the losing end of that comparison stick. Or if they don't, they will perceive themselves as such, right? So our typical response when our kid is like, so-and-so has a phone or so-and-so gets to do fill in the blank. Our guttural reaction is usually not positive. And usually we want to poke them with a fork or some version of like, annoyance rather than using that as a teaching moment to help them understand that being grateful for what they have is really the antidote to comparison, Mm. right? So helping them to see, okay, yeah, that might be true. They may get to go on vacation to the beach this year and we don't get to do that. Yeah, that's true. There there's truth there. That's a true statement. Now, what are some things that maybe we get to do or we have that maybe other people don't have? And you might think, okay, well, Beth, that's still just kind of like encouraging them to compare compare themselves to other people. Yes, sort of, except we're just trying to get it in their brain that we have things that other people don't. Other people have things that other people don't. Like that's going to be a consistent message they get. Right. right? Yeah. And so we're trying to prepare them for how to respond to that message, however it comes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. It's not going to go away, right? We can't make comparison go away. It's just about how to how to respond to that. All right. So the, the um, last thing I want to talk about, and specifically with kids, is um, being specific in your thanks and acknowledging what it is that you're grateful for when you say thank you. I think we throw thank you off kind of quickly. Um, and maybe mean it sometimes and maybe don't, but how do we make it a more meaningful interaction with people when we say thank you? Yeah. One of my favorite things to do is to sort of ponder out loud an earshot of my children, right? Uh So I have, um, I have two middle schoolers right now and, uh, anybody else who's listening who has a middle schooler might, um, know that middle schoolers can be particularly challenging at the, uh, fear of missing out or FOMO, right? Yeah. They may be particularly uh, difficult with the being grateful for what we have and not what we don't sort of thing. That being said, I try to be really intentional. And sometimes I even kind of set a goal for myself. Like this week, I really want to be intentionally grateful because kind of the mood in our house is a little bit somber, right? So every day, I'm going to make some intentional statement of like, you know what? that you guys don't complain about your homework, mm-hmm. right? I am really grateful that we get to, um, you know, cook meals together. Yeah. And sometimes I have to remind myself, uh, oh yeah, well, I'm going to say what happens. Um, <laughs> sometimes I remind myself of the things that I don't really spend enough attention that my kids do well. Yeah when I hear other parents complaining, right? So other parents are like, oh my God, my kid will not get on Zoom. He looks a hot mess when he gets on Zoom. He is making farty noises in the background. And I just think to myself, well, my kid doesn't do that, but I don't actually thank them. I don't actually show gratitude to them for the fact that my kids don't do those things. Yeah. So sometimes it's a like a mental subtraction game, like, okay, so if I had to have weekly meetings with the teacher, 
what can I be grateful for that I don't have to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you don't have, that you don't hear over and over again or the, the things that they already do that you can acknowledge. Yeah, that's huge. That's really, that's really huge. I love that. Yeah, it was kind of life-changing for my, for my relationship with my kids because they started hearing me be grateful for all these small things that they were, they were probably working really hard to do. And then I was showing them gratitude for the hard work they've done, even on simple things. Like, you know, I'm really glad that you guys don't complain about eating the food that I cook. Like, it's really hard for me to cook meals every day. And when people complain, it just really is hard. And so I'm really grateful for you guys that you do that. And what I find is that now we're having some of these moments now, look, my kids have lots of issues, okay? I'm already saving up for their therapy that they're going to need someday because their mom's a psychologist. But every so often I'll catch them like, mom, I'm just really happy that we have fill in the blank, right? I'm Like I catch them in that same sort of like outward pondering or outward gratitude moment um, because they have kind of heard it from me, I think, you know? Yeah. And they want to acknowledge that back to you too. There are things they're grateful for about you that they want to make sure you know, which is, that's really cool. All right. So the last thing, we only have a few more minutes, but the last thing I want to talk about is we've, we've talked about it a little bit. We've hit on it a little bit, but, um, our, as a parent, our role in showing gratitude right now, um, even when it may feel like people may be listening to this and being like, Oh, you goody goodies. There is just nothing to be grateful for. Right. This is so, the time is so difficult and, you know, um, I, I, I have nothing to look at and be, and be happy with or be grateful for. What do you, what, how can you help folks who are feeling that right now as they're trying to think about gratitude with their own kids when it's hard for them to show it themselves? Absolutely. And yeah, as I'm sharing examples in my own life, I, I also want folks to know that the struggle is very real, right? I mean, we are all in places of you know, I kind of call it sort of my dark place sometimes where I kind of slip into this place of like being really negative and thinking I'm really terrible as a mom and I don't have it together and everybody knows that I don't have it together. And, you know, I think we all get to this, this dark place where it's hard to feel anything positive. And so I think it's okay to have patience with yourself to say, yeah, gratitude's going to be hard for me right now. And maybe you reach out to someone and say, gosh, you know, I just need some good news in my life. Can you just share something good that's happening for you? So it's okay to feel for a day or two or an hour or two, like, gosh, I'm just kind of having a hard time. And, you know, for me, it's about not staying stuck in that. So it's always aiming to find some silver lining. And I think, you know, you and I talked about this a little bit earlier that we sometimes confuse gratitude with happiness that we, that we feel like we have to feel this kind of subjective feeling of happiness to be grateful. And usually they do go hand in hand, but I can be grateful even amidst tragedy. And I think sometimes it's just rewiring our brain to realize that those two things can happen together. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's important. That's really good. Um, So we have to, unfortunately we have to end our conversation for today, but I know there are people who may want to reach out to us and learn other things about 
the places that we work for and the things that we do. So um, if you want to know more about Core Essential Values, you can go to our website, which is coreessentials.org. And we're on Facebook and Twitter. Beth, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, so I am at uh, makewordsmatterforgood.com. I actually did um, a whole month of gratitude maybe last year around this time, two years ago on my blog. Um, I do a lot of reading and there's a lot of amazing resources out there if you just type in gratitude. So if you're a person who is like, yeah, I'd really like to learn more or do a little more, make sure I'm real intentional about this this November, I would encourage you to um, check out the resources we share and, you know, just take baby steps, one small step at a time. So I'm on Facebook. I share lots of videos on Facebook, um, Make Words Matter uh, there as well. So awesome. Great. Well, we will be back next month. We're going to talk about another word that I think is really cool, especially, um, you know, in the, in the season of giving. We're going to talk about some stuff with that and um, how we can help our kids best be generous and accept generosity. So I look forward to that conversation as well. And um, we will, we'll talk to everybody again soon. Thanks for tuning in.